the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcasts. Everybody, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon podcast. Uh, of course, and one of your hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by your other two hosts, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, what's going on this week? That much, man. Feeling a little sick. Garrett, give me a, yeah, Garrett, give me a bunch of pickled pig feet. Uh, that he made. Um, I've been eating on those, and now I'm kind of feeling a little sick to my stomach. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Is that uh? Is that what we're having this weekend, Garrett? Pickled pig feet. Yes. It's uh, pig feet. Having Carl test them beforehand. Yep. Had to make sure they were edible. Awesome. Edible, no edibles. I didn't realize there was a mess behind me. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. So, pickled pig's feet. That's like one of the most random things you can give somebody pickled pig's feet. Yeah. That and scotch eggs. Give me scotch eggs, too. It's like, it's like a weird combination, you know? That doesn't even sound like something, something you'd want to eat together to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so random. Just like the random band entrance theme. Let's kick it. Wait. Are we kicking it? Up. Are we kicking it? We're kicking it. I forgot I decreased the volume. Kicking it at the nursing home. There we go. So. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Random band entrance theme after uh, some technical difficulties, as usual. So waiting for donations to uh, to get us some equipment in a studio. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a sound guy. <laughs> yeah, we need a sound guy. We need an intern to do sound. <laughs> awesome. All right, random band for uh, this week was Nelly. I know one thing, it's getting hot in here. It is getting hot in here, but I'm going to leave all my clothes on just because nobody wants to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Garrett went with the wrong... (laughs) Garrett went with the wrong Nelly, and he's like, I'm like a bird. 
<laughs> Nelly Garrett, not Nelly Furtado. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? I, mean, I can go first because I doubt y'all picked mine because uh, it's a deep cut. But yeah. I'm going with uh, Other Side off of the Country Grammar uh, album. All right. Nice. All right, Garrett, you want to go next? or I can go next. Go. And since I'm done with bullshitting, I can get on camera. Yeah. All right. Uh, I went with uh, number one. Number one. Number yeah. one. Because nice. you are number one. Two is not a winner, and three nobody remembers. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I went with a uh, pimp juice. Pimp juice. All right. Pimp juice. Nobody went with the uh, EI or I had EI way. as a backup in case someone took oh, okay. <laughs> Nice. All right. Cool. Nelly for I, this one, Carl. I, I started to go with uh, Grills. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. Almost picked that one too. You know, because Paul Wall said it's okay for white guys to wear grills. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Wall, baby. <laughs> awesome. All right. Nelly for this week. Carl, what we got for next week? We don't have Paul Wall, but we have the next coolest uh, white guy, and that is Elvis. Nice. <laughs> Elvis, the king, baby. Oh. Yeah. He said, nah, Elvis. It's funny. It's funny he said the next coolest white guy, and I thought he was going to say Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> vanilla Ice is like at the, the like towards the bottom of the coolest white guy list. <laughs> uh, maybe on your list. <laughs> maybe like mid range on mine. <laughs> no. oh, awesome. All right. So there is that. Uh, no elite figure of the week this week because as you can see, I am not home. So, um, well, I can I, I can go make a pit stop to find all the figures if you want. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> go pick a random two one out. Hours, two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where the box? Do you know where the box is? Yeah, I know where the box is. Grab the first one out of the box, and that'll be the the wrestler right. of the week. All right. <laughs> don't, don't look. Don't pick through it. Just grab the first one. All right. Let's see. Do 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 do. It's all. See, can I get to it? See, that's the question. Is if I can get to it. Oh, okay. That's the better question. It's <laughs> the better question. And make sure you grab the wrestling box and not the dildos. <laughs> oh yeah, that box is on top of him. Uh, <laughs> the dildo of the week. The dildo of the week. All right, hold on a second. I'm gonna turn the camera off just because uh, I'm gonna put you in my pocket so I can uh, not drop the phone. I need uh, both hands for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Sam, is that a Therolight box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I have some black Therolight boxes that with the dildos on show from the outside. 
Got to be discreet with that. Just like, you know, just like how Adam and Eve sends them to you in like a discreet box that doesn't have Adam and Eve printed all over the side of it. <laughs> right. Oh, I, <laughs> there was a um, a scam a scam artist that was. Um, all right. You remember like those um, like things used to get in magazines? It, it's like, oh, send uh, like. A hundred dollars, and you get like a thousand DVDs or some shit like that. You know? Oh, uh, yeah, like um, uh, what the fuck was it called? The the CD subscription and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where well, there was like a scam that a guy was doing with that, where it was like he went and got like a uh, a company name, uh, and it was like like uh, extreme what? porn and like other bestialities. Or something like that, <laughs> and he had these people like pay for the subscription, and then like what he was doing was he was writing them a refund check, like oh sorry we can't fulfill your order, here's your refund. But on the check it was like extreme porn, like in bestiality <laughs> or something, and people wouldn't take the checks to the bank take to the cash them. The so like like I guess like legally he wasn't like. You know what I'm saying? Like he was giving them their yeah. refund, but they wouldn't cash in the refund. Cash it was the name. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I had a friend, um, a couple friends of mine, they were rooming together. Um, and my one friend would give him the rent check, like his half of the rent in a check. And at the bottom, he'd always put something stupid like sexual favors. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so he had to go take because he banked, he worked at the bank that his um um, he had his account at, so he'd have to go yeah. take the check down to the tellers to, to deposit <laughs> it for him. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. He's like, blowjob, sexual flavors. <laughs> Alright, you ready for the elite figure of the week? All I right. pulled out the first figure I could find. Are you ready? Ready. Luke Skywalker. Glorious! <laughs> nice. The entrance greets Bobby Roode. Woo! Such a great underrated figure. Hell yeah, it is. That was literally yeah. the first one I pulled out. I got tired. I like the robe, too. It is pretty good. Yeah, it's a good robe. Gotta make sure it's a little tied, you know. You don't have those things ziplocked in there? I do, yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I taught you better than that. <laughs> Oh no, I have them ziplocked. Don't you worry. I have everyone I'm in that box ziplocked. Nice. Yep, that's a cool figure. Nice robe. Yeah, nice articulation. Yeah, there's your figure. Awesome. That comes with a little bass and it plays this music too. It does, and I have that as well. Just that's in a different box. It's right next to the Kurt Angle one. Awesome. All right. So there is your elite figure of the week, courtesy of Garrett's elite collection. Very small. All right. Cool. All right. Let's hop over to the instant replay of the week, which is sponsored by Dubby. Um, We'll edit that in later. What's up, everybody? This is Chris from the Russell Gettin Podcast. We're about to try some Dubby Jitterless energy. So I got this one here, which is the, the Dragonade. So we're gonna try that out. We got a little mixer here. 
getting ready to roll. So, all right, we got to pack it open. Dump that powder in there. Dump in the water. All right, here we go. Going to this little taste test here, don't mind the hair. It's the first thing in the morning, here we go. That's pretty good. That is really good. To the W Energy Drink taste test earlier this morning, I gotta say it's definitely better than some of the other energy drinks that I've drank in the past and they usually do like ghost or bang like true to word like energized focused is just amazing so definitely check it out um hit up w's website it'll be a link down here in the bottom use code wrestlegeddon and you can save 10 percent off your order Yo, all right. Um, I know. So I know. I'm. Little... I know. I'm a piece of shit. I should be drinking a W. And you know, like, hey, look, is that a W? I mean, I got a half and half twisted tea. So, <laughs> <laughs> Carl's like, I'm not the, even uh... fucking drinking. <laughs> W's the I'm drinking water, but it's not in a can. So. <laughs> like, hey, I got a cup. It's a, week, it's a weekday. Can't fucking get hammered on the podcast. Who <laughs> said? <laughs> All right. Uh, so this week for Instant Replay, we're going to take a break from what we normally do. Um, focus more on AEW. So four years since AEW has been around, since the um, initial startup for AEW. Uh it appears to be like on the downside as far as fan attendance goes, but they're still putting out like a quality product. So basically what I wanted to do this week is just take a look at, you know, some of the common complaints and questions that, you know, us as fans generally have towards AEW and just, you know, offer our opinion on on that and basically be the the armchair bookers for tonight. So I mean, let's just um, kick it off here on the biggest one, which is the fan attendance in the on the shows. We all see the pictures that come out after like the dynamite tapings and the collision tapings and all that with like how one side of the arena is empty and like the upper levels are all tarped off and all that. So um, from a standpoint of being a fan and a consumer that's paying money to go into this, what can they do as a company to increase uh, fan attendance to get us into the building into the arena for these shows. <clears throat> um, stop yeah. having matches between uh, Kenny Omega and a guy that's a part of a tag team. That 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 would help. <laughs> that would. I would say uh, lower ticket prices. Yep. Also, like if you can't sell the tickets. Uh, do an old WWE uh, playbook and nineteen eighty did this too. Give away fucking free tickets. WCW did that too. They all did it. Yeah. It's like call up Don't a radio station. Like, hey, you got to get people in your in your in your <clears throat> arena to get them to like it. So yeah. Now they AW uses the excuse that the the side that's all usually empty is the 
the hard camera side where they're doing all the camera work and stuff like that. But you go to a WWE show, like a raw taping or a pay-per-view, that side where they have the hard camera, they, they only have like a few sections roped off for that. And every other seat in that area is filled. So, <clears throat> but Carl brought up um, ticket prices. That's one big thing. I actually looked at um, one of the upcoming Dynamites in Texas. and Or not Texas, Nashville. Because that was like the closest one that popped up to us on um, Ticketmaster. Tickets start at $20, which isn't bad. But AEW doesn't advertise that tickets start at $20. Whereas you see an advertisement for a WWE show like Raw or House Show or something like that. They're like, hey, tickets start at 15 or, you know, whatever the lowest price ticket is that they're doing. So it goes back to advertising. If you're not advertising that your tickets are that low or your tickets start at this price range, how are people going to know that? And how are you going to bring in like some of these casual fans? It also makes yeah. me wonder, too, if like they actually do like commercials and stuff for it. Because, you know, like when they're doing like a Raw or SmackDown and like, you know, around us, like you'll see a commercial like, uh, coming to Raleigh, uh, Roman Reigns versus such and such. Tickets start at blah blah blah. blah. Come see us, you know, kind of thing. It makes yeah, me wonder have, if AEW does that kind of stuff. I've never seen a AEW commercial for a live show. Like it's yeah. always just like on the actual on Dynamite or Rampage or Collision. It's hey, the, I'm coming to Greensboro for whatever. The cheap, the cheap seats, right? Like anything, like third level and above at any arena. Make those bitches like five dollars. Get the freight, like get the freight train to come, and be like five dollar wrestling. This thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the freight, the freight train. <laughs> there was promotions that used to do that all the time. Like they would have like bar wrestling, like five dollar wrestling shows at a bar, and you'd go in yeah. and you see like Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano for five bucks yeah. for like an independent motion. So I mean. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, so where um, WWE is winning, and like the attendance thing is, you know, it's people taking their kids. Yeah. To WWE, if you make it like affordable to where, like, you know, a working father or mother could take their kids to uh, a wrestling event, you know, for under a hundred bucks, they will probably go. And then those kids will grow up AEW fans. And, yeah. you know, they'll ask their parents for a Kenny Omega figure instead of a Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, Absolutely. stuff like that. <clears throat> it's, I just, I don't know. Like, and you think with, <clears throat> you know, the talent that they have there, like you know, with Edge jumping ship and you've got Jericho and you got Danielson, the Hardys, like all these former WWE talents who have, like, especially the Hardys, who have ran a wrestling promotion before in the past. Like, you would think that they'd be like, hey, you know, we need to advertise this stuff. Like, we need to say, hey, our tickets start at this price, or we need to do this or do that. Like, it makes me wonder if they are doing that, and if Tony Khan's just like, yeah, I'm going to do it however I want to, as he, you know, snorts another line off the mirror. I mean, they may not be involved in the in the conversation. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they may not know. But even just like passing suggestions or something. But I mean, when you look at the the so-called EVPs and the elite, like what are these guys doing to help boost up business besides having like these one-off matches that you're only going to see once on a pay-per-view? And I mean, besides off of it, 
besides like Cody Rhodes, like any of their EVPs, like had they, I don't think had the Bucks or Kenny Omega been in charge of like running like a promotion or trying to put together. I don't like think so. A, a pay-per-view. I don't think so. Before yeah. AEW, no. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with Cody that sets him apart from the other ones is Cody actually went and, you know, you know, we joked before, like, in some of our older episodes about Cody doing his promos in front of, like, a, a test group before actually doing them on air. But that's basically to see, you know, what he needs to change in the promo to make it more relatable or, you know, to get that, you know, crowd engagement. And that's understandable to do something like that. Um, but even with like the business side of it, you know, Cody tried to learn as much as he could from that business side to go into this and say, okay, so we need to do this, this, and this. And I don't think like Omega and the Bucks or even like Hangman have done all that or even attempted to. Um, I mean, that's just, you know, my thoughts yeah. on that. But I mean, I could be completely wrong. And if I am, I, I mean, they get that. They, they have the talent. Like, I mean, they just need to draw the people in, and I don't think they capitalize on like everything they could do to draw people in. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have the talent. They definitely have, you know, talent that's relatable to kids. Because how many episodes of Dynamite do you watch, or a Collision, or whatever, where you see kids dress up as Orange Cassidy in the front row, or kids with like Darby face paint? So they have the talent that can be relatable to kids. They're just not like trying to make their product. I know they're trying to be different from WWE, which is great. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you're just bringing in those same fans every week, you know, the the fat guys and the sweatpants and all that other stuff, um, your standard basement dwelling wrestling fan and not trying to build on that, ca that casual audience, you're not going to, you know, build your audience. You're going to keep getting the same people in there every single week. Yeah. yeah, I think That's the thing I would say, too, is, like, I feel like AEW <laughs> is kind of, like, I mean, if you, if you think I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I just feel like AEW is kind of hard for, like, a new person who's never watched wrestling to kind of get into because, like, it's, I mean, unless you're, like, <laughs> one of the top, like, five or ten guys, you're not on the show every week. So yeah. it's it's hard to like find somebody you really get behind unless it's like one of those guys and then some of those guys suck. And then like we're in like at least with WWE, like for the most part, there's probably ten to fifteen guys, maybe even twenty, that are usually on the show every single week. <clears throat> well the one thing WWE does that um I didn't know that they did until um I can't remember who said it. It might have been Shelton or JTG, one of them. Um I think it was JTG. He said that WWE will rotate talent on the rosters, like the mid-card talent, and be like, all right, so you know, you're gonna be on TV starting this time. We're gonna give you a few weeks to to build this up, and then we'll see where we're at from there. And you know, if they do it, that's great. They'll keep them on TV longer. If not, then they'll cycle them back out with somebody else. And that's yeah. you know, one of those big things where it's like, well, where the hell has so and so been? And then like two weeks later, all of a sudden see them on TV in a program with someone. But I think AEW, the other thing, you don't see that. So. Right. And I think the thing where AEW is struggling is I think they're trying to do that a little bit now, but they're doing it on uh uh collision and no one fucking watches it because who's watching who's watching wrestling on a Saturday night? Let's be honest. At eight o'clock at night. Like so. 
like your demographic you're looking at, what you're 18 to 30, whatever. They're all fucking yeah. watching college football. Well, let's be or, completely or get ready to go out or going out well, for the night. Yeah. Like they're not watching fucking wrestling. <laughs> if I you want to do wrestling on Saturday night, do it like late night, like 12 o'clock or You're that or you know that one six oh five time slot. That six o'clock time slot on a Saturday. Or, or Saturday or morning. Like, or Sunday yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but that you know, that primetime spot on Saturday is just not not going to be it. And I think the other issue AEW needs is some sort of streaming service um, to get their show out there more. Yeah, I agree. Or kind of, <clears> or <throat> or kind of like agree. replay. Yeah, like I just don't understand why HBO or Max or whatever isn't at least running the replays on there. Like maybe a few days later, because even Peacock you get raw like a week later or somewhere around there. And then Hulu, you get it like two days later. So, yeah. So I'm not. I don't and then if you want, that one at all. and then if you want to watch older stuff, you know, like oh, yeah. Um, uh, what's the that Pluto has a damn impact channel like yeah. that plays impact pay per views. Yep, all the yeah. time. All the, <laughs> all the time. Impact pay per views, impact shows. I think it's up to like to the Anthem buyout. Yeah. Like when it was just um. When it was all TNA, so, before they changed it over to Impact, um, <clears throat> like one of the other big things too, you know, talking about um, AEW and fan attendance and stuff like that. I know, despite personal feelings aside, personal feelings aside towards this person, Garrett, <laughs> um, do you think the the loss of CM Punk is hurt attendance for AEW? Specifically, um, on collision. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say definitely. I mean, regardless of what I think of CM Punk, like CM Punk brings brings fans. Like, if you want proof of that, like, think of why WB has been hinting at it fucking every episode, and they keep saying there's no talks with them. But let's be honest, they're always going to be some sort of talks, like yeah. money talks, and that's really the end of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely would say yes, but would I say like? He's the only reason, though. No, like, I, I think we I all know he's not the only reasons. Reason. But I know he was the the biggest reason for the the ratings that they were getting on Collision. Of course, so once because they, once he was gone, those ratings dropped. Your demographic yeah. loves that man. Yes, I'm one of those. <laughs> so, oh. uh, what do you think, Carl? Yeah, I, I just kind of piggyback on what Garrett said. Um, yeah, like he's a draw. Um, so I, I think at, at not saying like they can't recover from losing them. Like, oh, the company's going under because we lost Punk. Like, you know, WWE survived. Uh, it's just one of those things where they have the opportunity now with a couple of people. It's like it's just all how you use them and push them, and yeah. you can turn them into those stars. It's just you got to do it. Well, I think with, with WWE too is they they do a good job of building up other stars, so like they can easily mm-hmm. plug people into specific storylines because you know Punk leaves WWE and then they move they transition Daniel Bryan into that that role yeah. that Punk was in and it worked out more in Daniel Bryan's favor than it would have been Punk's. It, yeah, but I don't know <laughs> if I don't I don't know if you want to say like WWE built Daniel Bryan. That was kind of like a, a fan. Yeah. 
a fan doing like they didn't intend to do that um it's been a while it's it's been a while uh i would say i mean dominic mysterio is definitely one that they built um oh definitely but uh you know cody rhodes i mean he kind of built himself uh in the indies and on aw roman reigns they built um but even with WWE, i would like to see you know let's do some more with priest um you know yeah let's not bury finn bauer um you know get the guy some wins uh macklemore you know well, all those yeah. guys you just They're, named one on one on Raw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm like, saying in like good matches too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What what I'm saying though is, you know, WWE's no like saint or nothing like that. Like no, but you can build not. you can build talent. Like you, you just have to do it. And it's on the talent too. It's like they gotta, you know, yeah, know how to promote can't. themselves. Yeah, if they can't pull their weight with their character or, you know, improve on their skills. Or, yeah, or, or you know, you can't fucking bury the hatchet with someone to fucking give a match that people want to see. You know, yeah, and exactly. leave fucking, yep. you know, that would have been a conversation like I would have had. That would have been a conversation. First thing I would have had with my EVPs was like, hey, dude, like, you know, how, how much money, how many views we threw away and squandered when we could have had a match. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Like that could have been a huge boost in ratings, pay-per-view buys, anything like that. Everybody, everybody would want to see that. Everybody, everybody, if they, if, you know, they re-sign Punk tomorrow and like, hey, we're putting fucking Punk against the Bucks, it would fucking have been, been money. It'd be money. And I'll tell you what nobody wants to see is Lance Archer. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, he's not bad. He's better than some. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not yeah, bad. My character is not bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, punk. I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. I can't agree with that. Um, I think so we take, I, what, what oh, I was go gonna say, kind of like a little different to get off from punk. I think one thing AEW struggles with too is just kind of like how they promote their their guys and like put them out there because like you look at someone like who we've lo- we loved in mjf and then they turn him face for really no reason he's yeah. in the storyline that honestly makes no sense and like now we're like sick and tired of him so it's like they put certain people in storylines that just don't make sense and like or they that kind they of end. dissipates your or yeah they end them when they shouldn't have so like it, I feel like that's that's a thing too is like they have poor timing with things and they don't yeah. they don't really like I don't think they listen to their fans enough on like what I they're think, looking no. for and that's why they don't want to go see it. The, the best example of that is when they took the the tag belts off the acclaim and like the like when they were white hot. Yep. Yeah. Because like even like them winning the six man like the trio titles, like didn't even get that big of a pop compared to them winning the tag titles. Or well, split, splitting up, splitting up Jurassic Express. Like. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know what? They got more of a pop than Nick Aldis got on Friday. Yeah, that 
Majority of the WWE crowd doesn't know Nick Aldis. Like that's fucking garbage marks. Just I like Adam so Pierce. That... Like I wasn't aware of Adam Pierce being like an NWA champion until Oh, I knew that. I had to go look it up. So Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Um, Scrap Daddy. <laughs> All right. Um, so we talked a little bit about AEW's roster and then like refreshing it. They they literally have four shows every week between Dynamite, Rampage, Collision, and Ring of Honor. So what can they do? Like, I don't know how I'm going to phrase this, but um, like with showcasing the other talents, like do they need to do a roster split to kind of make more room for these talents on these shows? Or is it just like, like we said, like cycling out the talent to do this? No, I don't. I don't like the roster split myself personally, and I think like without having the roster split, you can if you do have something that's hot, you can move it on to the next show without yeah. you know having to explain why. Uh, but uh, uh, but they have like somewhat of a roster split because there's certain guys that you only see on certain shows like. Andrade, Miro, Ricky Starks, like those guys you mainly see on Collision. You don't see them on like Dynamite or Rampage. The Hardys have been like pretty much relegated to Rampage too. Yeah, I mean, all that might have to do with them taping, uh, taping it after the show, and then it's like, are you gonna make a guy wrestle twice? You know? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's true too. Um, so we've talked about AW having like a pretty sizable roster, but they keep bringing people in. Like tonight, you're supposed to be bringing in Mystico. So, like, which is Sin Cara, right? Yeah, um, yeah, the original Sin Cara, the one that botched everything. So, like, why? Why do we need to bring people in to showcase these talents when you have a locker room full of people that are just sitting in the back doing nothing? Like, um, I'm scrolling through the roster right now. There's like I just feel like Tony Khan just wants to get as many people as he can because he thinks the bigger his roster, the better his show is going to be. Like Matt Sidon. Honestly, it's like he's just wasting his money. But I mean, it might it might not not necessarily be a bad thing. Like sometimes it it can breed competition. Um. You know, if you allow it, um, breeds competition, and then you know you can take things up. Um, and some of the talent, you know, that gets pushed aside. Who knows? You know, if they're good or if they're bad. Um, that's that's debatable. That's true. Like when's when's the last time we've seen um. Uh, I just had his name on here. Oh, fucking hell. Um, you got to name somebody good, though. Mike, don't name somebody Mike Seidel. Matt Seidel. When's the last time we've seen Matt Seidel on Dynamite? Or even yeah, I, I would, Collision? I wouldn't care to see him. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, some guys. Look, I'd like, rather yeah. see him over Wheeler Yuta. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. I would definitely want to see him over, over him. Um, and, and I'm gonna and like even with the female roster, I'm gonna pull her out because 
you know, I talked to her about this um, when she was here for Triangle Terror Count at Abaddon. Abaddon was nursing an injury. She's ready to go. She has a unique look. Why isn't she on TV? Is it like Ring of Honor or something? Yeah. yeah. I literally just watched her in a casket match Saturday night. <laughs> I mean, so, for a, a promotion out of Texas. Like, like, why isn't she being used? Like, the crowd loved her. Like, they were, like, she was way over with that crowd. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't understand. Mercedes Martinez. Uh, and Red Velvet. When's the last time we've seen Red Velvet on TV? Oh, well, they, she's yeah. probably getting punished. Probably. I mean, she was terrible to begin with, but I mean, and the same thing with um, uh, Serena Deep. We haven't seen Serena Deep in a while either. I didn't know she was still on the roster. Yeah. I didn't either. Yep. Maybe that's another thing he needs to do more cuts. To be honest, like I, I would assume so. Like I would be, like people like get upset with WWE for doing this, but like if they're not being used, like the talent wants to work, they want to wrestle. If they're not yeah. being used, why keep them around? Like yeah. that's just cutting them from going I mean, somewhere could, else. They could yeah. always resign later if you feel like yeah. they got better. I mean, look at WWE; they they released Nia Jax and brought her back. So. I wish they'd release and now, her a couple. And now yeah. she's gonna be, and now she's gonna be in a Fatal Five way. Yeah. I assume she, that uh, he's retiring. I can't hear the TV, so you're gonna have to tell me. Is it? Is it all matches seeing Fatal? Yeah, I'm, that's not a bad point. <laughs> she is in a lot of <laughs> Fatal, <laughs> fatal <laughs> matches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody always gets injured, so. <laughs> Is your time? I don't know. I'm trying to turn the captioning on. Sting, maybe. He's doing some like promo. See, like that's there's a missed opportunity. Like if Sting is gonna retire, he should have had fucking Darby turn on him and like retire him. I agree. Or vice versa, you know, if you think Darby's the face, which to me he'd be better heel. If you thought that was the face, turn Sting and have him retire. Either yeah. way, bring back Joker have Sting and have him do a run against Darby. Have him retire. He's probably Sting announcing like a documentary or something. Yeah, or maybe like a last run type thing. Yeah, or a book. Like Sting's one of those guys too that they should be leaning on as far as like um, taking advice from for like the talent and all that. Oh yeah. What do you mean for the talent? Like as far as like um, booking stuff like that. Like I think Sting would be pretty good mind for that stuff. I don't know. Sting kind of like every story I hear about Sting, it's like somebody giving him an idea. Like, I've never heard nobody been like, you know who had a great idea? I was like, Sting. It's just like, <laughs> it's more like, oh, yeah, we just taught him to wear face paint and he wore it. 
or I was t- telling them about this crow character in this movie and tell me you should dress up like it. it yeah, cool. that was uh, Scott Hall's idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the face paint. He's going to retire and go back to WWE <laughs> and go kill Rollins. <laughs> kill Rollins. Uh, I don't know. Have a match with the Undertaker. Go one on one with the Undertaker player. Try to retire. retire. Oh, I'll just get towards things. Blah, blah, blah. He's announcing he's fighting Ric Flair. Hey, I heard a crazy stat. Do you know that Ric Flair is the, the last member of Evolution to have a match? Yeah. In uh, 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Which is weird, ain't it? With Batista, Randy Orton. It's super weird. Triple H. I mean, Triple H is not going to wrestle again. That's given. I doubt Batista ever does either. Yeah. Uh, I keep hearing Orton's on his way back, but. He's been at the Performance Hunter yeah. quite a bit. Uh, Singh just said his last match will be Revolution 2024. Revolution 2024. When is that? Like in January? I don't remember when Revolution was. I mean, we talking about promote. That's a way to sell tickets. Hell yeah, yeah right there. Revolution match. Well, this is this will be the stupid thing. What'll happen is, is they're gonna say this, and they won't announce his opponent until like two days yeah. before the fucking pay per view. Because what always yeah. fucking happens, and that's Absolutely. what'll kill it. There you, don't have to kill it. you don't have to kill it. That won't kill it. It's things last match. But I mean, if you do it. You know, right before the pay-per-view, you could make it Darby Allen still. And then, like, yeah. you know, we don't know who it's going to be. And then Darby Allen's like, you know, I want to retire you or something. Yeah, I think they need to – that would be something like – I think they should build to that. Like you said, like, Darby should turn on Sting and be like, piss, like, you know, you're retiring. You didn't talk to me about this, blah, blah, blah type of thing or whatever, and then go from there. Yeah. Nah. nah. I mean, do, what Ooh. I want, what I want on my record book, the person to retire me is Darby Allen. No, I'd, I'd look back at that and be like, man, what a shitty career. So oh, who man. in a, who in AW do you want to retire you, Omega? <laughs> Dude, have like, have like Christian destroy him. That'd be great. I don't think he wants to lose to Christian. Oh, could you hear the promos from Christian to Darby after that? Hey, I, I, uh, I beat your fake daddy, and your real, and your real daddy doesn't exist because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Um, all right, so we're talking about the the roster here a little bit. Um, 
So the other thing I had in here, leaning less on the veteran talent, and as far as like on TV and things like that, and you know trying to build up more of the younger talent, showcasing them. And say, Chris, I know you're a little distracted right now. Yeah, that's all Tony Storm. Now her silent movies during the commercials. <laughs> yeah, um, they they kind of been doing. They've they've been doing like an okay job with that. Like they hadn't like completely shitted on their young talent. Yeah. Uh, you know, MJF is the champion. Uh, yeah. uh, Darby's had you know um, runs with the TNT title. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy, unfortunately, he's had. Uh, runs with you know, a couple of unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, he is the best uh, international champion of all time. I did like, um, I like Phoenix's short run, even though it was like it was supposed to be wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they did they did right by that and letting Phoenix carry that title for a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's guys, you know, there that can be stars. That this, I think, they're kind of starting to like Garrett has said earlier. Me and him have talked about this multiple times. Is like I think uh, they kind of are, are starting to botch the MJF a little bit with, yeah. you know, putting them over versus him being heel, um, but. Uh, we'll see. I think, um, given the tag titles to Ricky Starks and Big Bill was a good move on their part. Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, to me, you have better tag teams. The yeah, well, um, I mean, you have like heel champions instead of face champions, and it's easier to to build a tag division or a tag team title match around heels than it is faces. Yeah. 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 And create a little more more compelling storylines with, you know, the face chasing the titles over over the heels chasing the titles. Um, yeah. You know, some more trivia for you. This is the first uh, tag title that Big Bill has held. Him and Enzo never held the WWE tag titles or NXT. That's very true. Even though they should have. Yep. And some WWE dropped the ball on that one. Yes, I think Enzo didn't help either. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And Enzo ruined that. That was his yeah. fault. All right, cool. So one other thing I've got here uh, to be able to help AEW at least you know get their talent onto another level and probably draw in more attendance. House shows, running yeah. more house shows during the course of the year. Absolutely, I love a good house show. Always fun. Oh yeah, it's how you get your uh, how you get your random steel cage matches for the WWE Championship that you know who's gonna win, but you know, <laughs> still yeah. sit at the edge of your seat in anticipation. They've uh, they've dropped titles at house shows before. Oh, they definitely have. Yeah, they haven't done especially, them lately, especially on European tours. They'll drop the title then, like that person that. You know, the European wrestle or carry the title throughout the tour and then drop it back to the other guy before they come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I think definitely that'll help the talent more. Like one of the big things, like Daniel Bryan has said numerous times um, when he was coming up, he's like, the biggest thing you can do to hone your craft is a wrestle at every opportunity that you can get, or you'll make opportunities to wrestle more. And that's the thing. That's the thing too with the house shows is you don't have to do it in an arena. Like no. a, not a, when I say arena, like a big arena. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of small towns with a decent size uh, arena. Yep. You know what I mean? Like not like you know, like a, that a professional team is playing in, but you know, there's a couple colleges around, and, uh, smaller towns that you can get into, and you know, something like AEW coming to that town would be an event that they would want to go see. It's like, oh, who like comes to this town to wrestle? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the other thing too, like we're talking about the arenas and going back to like ticket sales and stuff. I think AEW should stop trying to fill like these, you know, 30, 35,000 seat arenas for dynamite and stuff like that. If you're not filling, able to fill tickets, sell tickets to fill that type of arena, maybe go to you know, like a 10,000 seat arena and try to sell those out and then gradually start building your way up. Cause WWE, especially during the attitude era, like coming into the attitude era, they weren't selling out those big arenas. They were doing like small, like 12,000 seat arenas for Monday night raw. And then eventually yeah. gradually as the popularity begins, like, Hey, we can sell more tickets if we go into these, you know, 30, 40,000 seat arenas. And that's yeah. what they did. Same with WCW. WCW started out with the smaller buildings too. Yeah. And like I said, like you have all these like smaller cities, you know, around like, you know, your Huntsville, Alabama's or um, like Panama City, Florida and that, you know, yeah. the big, and then you show up and, you know, like I said, it'd be an event for that town and people will go to it and that's how you build a fan base rather than, you know, oh, we're at New York. Like, who gives a fuck in New York? You know, just go to the fucking Dorton Arena, you know? I was just going to say that AEW would sell that Dorton Arena like nothing. Yep. Like, actually yeah. sell out the Dorton Arena, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all about, you know, wrestling history and stuff like that. And I, that's a good place to, to build it up, so. Yeah, and there's all that. kinds of all kinds of places around that you could do yeah. that at the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville. If it's still there, I think it's still there. I mean, they've hit the Greensboro Coliseum a few times. They've been like either close to selling out or you know. Selling I mean, Greensboro out. Greensboro Coliseum. That's another like historic uh, wrestling venue. Like a lot of WCW pay per views. Uh, we're in Greensboro. There's so much stuff that they can do to, to help increase their product. Um, I think this was good. Like, you know, talking about AEW and their, like, the four years, like, they're just, like, going back through and looking because they started out pretty hot. Like those first yeah, couple of years, yeah. you know, they were selling they out were, arenas, they were doing everything. You, you wanna know why? Because we had easy access to watch Omega and the Young Bucks that we didn't have before. 
That's true too. And then we saw how uh, uh, it terrible, it was not necessarily it terrible. The young bucks were, but they threw it down our fucking throats every fucking week. We got yeah. sick and tired of it. So, but it went. It wasn't. It wasn't all the young bucks and well, don't get me wrong. Kenny Omega uh, did do good, but I remember, you know, uh, Lucha Brothers. Uh, uh, yeah, because we didn't have because the Lucha Brothers we had in Lucha Underground, which mainly yep. filmed on the West Coast, um, and, and that uh, one like warehouse building. Yeah. And, and when they went to Impact, they didn't really tour. Like in this area, yeah. So, LA, LAX, like there yeah. in the beginning, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. and it don't get me wrong, it they were a different alternative. They had you know the blood, you know, uh, that we hadn't seen in a while, and they've don't get me wrong, like they've put together some pretty good pepper views, yeah, um, especially recently, the last like year. They've yeah, had some really good pay per views. That's the thing; like their pay per views are great. It's just like a lot of the build up for the pay per views just kind of falls short, and then they yeah. don't capitalize after the pay per view. Like it just kind of drops off, and then they start building up it. Like they have like a mild build to the next pay per view, but they never yeah. capitalize uh, coming off of that pay per view. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things. Like I don't, I don't think it's the end or anything. Or anything like that. Um, it's just you know we're available, so if they want to hire us uh, as consultants, <laughs> yeah. well, we'll gladly gladly come do some creative for you. Yeah, or try yeah. to promote, try to promote uh, your company or something. Yeah. Yep, we'll move uh, Britt Baker to Ring of Honor, and we'll bring uh, Athena back up to Dynamite. <laughs> Nice little feud between Athena and Abaddon. It will be good. Hell yeah. (laughs) The best friends will become tag team champions. The Butcher and the Blade will win a battle royal. Yes. (laughs) Are you you talking about heel tag teams, Butcher and the Blade? You should get the best Uh, Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's that's another team that they've dropped the ball on significantly. Oh. You can sit there and tell me they're dangerous in battle royals, but they can't win a battle royal. (laughs) You want to know something funny? Do you know uh, Chuck Taylor's finishing moves name? No, what is it? It's called the Awful awful Waffle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. So that was that was our kind of dive into AEW, a little something different this week. Um, we'll try to do this a little more often, too. So I think it's, it's definitely fun going through and looking at stuff and um, analyzing that. Um, so let's hop over to the Wrestler of the Week this week. Garrett, your pick for Wrestler of the Week. Who you got for us? Yep. So uh, I figured since I got this, sh- this shirt on, LWO. I figured, you know, I'll pick uh, Chavo Guerrero. Nice. And I picked. Uh, Ooh, I think I picked. I think I have picked you? Chavo before. Have you? Maybe I haven't. I thought well, about I it. I know we've done his music. Yeah. For theme of the week. If we haven't, well, I thought about it. Well, either way, you know, it's either Chavo or Eddie, whichever one you want to do. Uh, 
because that's who that the, the match is between. It's Chavo and Eddie. Bash at the Beach. Bash at the Beach 98. Hair versus hair. Okay. All right. That's it. That's pretty good. He's had yeah. some good matches with Rey Mysterio too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was, and I was, it was either between Eddie or Ray. I wasn't sure which one I was going to pick, but I decided to go. You could have did uh, Chavo versus Hornswoggle for the Cruiserweight title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that been but uh, Chavo is definitely. I He's think one I did of the most, because I, I remember saying, yeah, I remember saying this like a billion times, but he's probably one of the most, the most underrated wrestlers <laughs> of all time of that era. Of that era. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I agree with that. There's, and the there's fans, no and the fans, one. the fans that agree with you. Yeah. The like pop he gets anywhere he goes. Yeah. The, the thing is, the fans didn't agree with me at the time, and that was the problem. Yep. That's why yeah. he, he didn't get well, But even team. then, he was he was still over as a heel, though. Well, yeah. I think, he, I think when you come out as Kerwin White, you know, a racist white dude, yeah. it's kind of, a, kind of a bad look. Well, unfortunately, with the passing of Eddie, like, that was one of the the good things that came out of that is the Kerwin White gimmick got like mixed immediately. I I didn't think that was a bad gimmick though. <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty funny. A lot a lot better than the guy putting his hands in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's your wrestler of the week, Chavo Guerrero. Ooh, Chavo. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and, uh, check out Chavo versus Eddie from the uh, 1998 Bash at the Beach, Hair versus Hair. Uh, let's hop over to Garrett's Quiz. It's time to play the game. All right, Garrett, what you got for us? Uh, so I didn't do a quiz. It's okay. You can yell at me, but I told y'all ahead of time. So instead, I posed a question for you guys to figure out, which is who do you guys deem are the top five tag teams that are brothers? Like real life brothers? Real real brothers. Not kayfabe. Real brothers. Real brothers. Hmm. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be in order. Like, uh, Ch- Chavo's father, uh, <laughs> Chavo Sr. Chavo Classic. <laughs> yeah, I, I have four. I have four for sure. I just, I'm, I'm struggling with my fifth one. It's kind of like, and we're saying like all time, not like wrestling right now. Yeah, it's all time. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I would probably say the Hardys would have to be like, like one or two. Yeah. Because they've been be, like the most successful. No, I'd say, I, I say take or a lot back. I would say Harlow. I would say who? Arn and Oli. They're not brothers. Oh, they aren't brothers? Okay, never mind. Then. No. So, so I'll, t- I'll, tell you the, I'll tell you the four I have so far. So I said the Hardys. I think you definitely have to put at this point the Usos in that conversation. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't. I'd put, I'd put Samoan SWAT team or the. That's a good Samoans one. Or... There's there's a bunch you could do. Okay. Um, 
the Briscoes. I think you got to put up there. Which which Briscoes? The Briscoes, Briscoes, or the like Briscoes? Oh yeah, not not like Ring of Honor Briscoes. <laughs> Ring of Honor Briscoes. <laughs> not the the other not, not the other Greg, ones are historic Texas. They are the other Briscoes. Yeah. Um, I think you got to put uh, Harlem Heat up there. Yeah. Um, I think uh, an underrated one would be the Clones. Oh, Carlito and Primo, yeah. Yeah, I think that's an underrated one. First undisputed tag team champions when they unified. The so race. when you're when you're saying this though, do you're saying are you saying like Action um, brothers? No, uh, what I'm saying though is like if there's like a group of brothers like that do like the Von Eriks, for example, like they've they, been multiple yeah. iterations of tag teams. The Guerreros have been multiple right. uh, iterations of that team. It it would uh, just be whatever team is the hearts. Like the, the hearts have been you know different iterations of their team. Um. Or would you count brother-in-laws in that too? Or yeah, if you had brothers-in-laws, that even like intensifies like, like a whole there. other like can of worms. That's why there. I just did brothers. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to brothers. keep it simple. Yeah, because yeah, you do brother-in-laws and like you got the Hart Foundation with uh, Brett and Anvil. That's like yep. I, that's why I just uh, stuck with brothers. Yeah, number one, number one, I'll probably go for me. I would go. I kind of want to say Matt and Jeff, but. Like, I kind of also want to go Steiner Brothers. Yep, that's another good one. Um, I'll go Hardy Boys. We'll go Hardy Boys one. Definitely. We'll go Harlem Heat. We'll go Harlem Heat. No, we'll go Star- Steiner Brothers two. We'll go Harlem Heat three. Um, I was trying to think of some other ones I saw on there. I was like looking through a list. I'm gonna, I, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one out that y'all probably wouldn't think of. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Eddie and Doug Gilbert. Yep, I saw that one on there. Um, yeah, heck, technically, like, technically, John Morris and a Daniel Garcia were about to have a dance off. Oh, and how Jeff Hardy's like doing the Daniel Garcia dance. He's done that before. I'll say you could technically put uh, uh, Cody and Dustin on there too. I mean, I, they won oh, tag yeah. team championships. Uh, yeah, but they, I, I don't. When and I think of tag team, I think they'd be, be top five, maybe top. 10. No, 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 definitely yeah. top ten. And I know none of us are going to put them in the top five, but I mean, I, I, you, the young bucks are that, 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 too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them in the. I wouldn't put uh, like Cody and Dustin wrote because they wasn't like. For a long, you know, what I'm saying like some of these guys. We we're talking about like the Steiners were tag team partners for Steiners, a long time. Like built their career about. off being tag team champions. So yeah, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I feel like with the Harlem hardest. Heat. Like Harlem Heat was tag team. You know, that was where they started. That was what they built their careers off of. And then like obviously Booker T was the the uh, the bigger of the two. But John Michaels of the group. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, Steve Ray ended up getting injured. Uh, yeah, which he's um, a he's a coach now, and he's got his own like uh, studio and stuff, and does really good with that. So, yeah. 
But yeah, I would definitely say Harlem Heat should be on that top five for sure. Um, and then, like I said, if you're not going to like, because I mean, the Von Erics, I mean, they held multiple attack teams. I would, I would say you could put them in that. But list. they're, but they're, they're not like, you know what I'm saying? They're not like, we're not talking about two guys that we're talking about four guys. Uh, yeah, four guys. But I, I thought like the dominant tag team was the two brothers. Am I wrong with that? They're they're all brothers. Well, yeah. So I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't really matter. I mean, I know it's a group, but still, when they, it's just them as a tag team is what I would say. Regardless of who is fighting, they're still all brothers. Yeah. So it would still count. MJF they were actually off Dustin to kick juice in the nuts. Um, also, uh, oh, what are you gonna say? Um, when I was looking at a list of them, like online, they were on that list too. So, oh, dude, you know who we fucking forgot? The fucking the Funks. Funks. The yep. Funks. The Funks. They were on that <laughs> list too. I don't know, for me, like, as far as, like, tag teams that I've actually watched, like, brothers, I'd probably put the Hardys at one. Just, like, just because, like, the popularity that they've maintained. Yeah. Um, like, bouncing around between different organizations. Um, like, they're still over as shit. They still have the longest line at Comic-Cons when they're doing appearances. Yep. Um, I would probably go, I think I'd agree with Harlem Heat as two. Yeah, like just like overall, um, chem- obviously like chemistry between the two of them and their career in WCW, like they were like top of the mountain for tag teams for a while. Um, but I think they could be interchanged like the Steiners at three. So, like, I think you can flip them at any given time. You can flip the Steiners and Harlem Heat between two and three. Um, I definitely put the Usos in at four. Over Samoan SWAT team, man. But the Usos have had more success than other Samoan tag teams have. I'm saying, but they went as bad. But that's because like it was racism. Like, fucking yeah, I know. Like that's the. I was gonna say. I was gonna say too. Uh, you also can put the Wild Samoans in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But to me, this Samoan SWAT team was better than the Wild Samoans. Samoan SWAT team was in WCW, and that was uh, Rikishi and uh, his brother. Uh, then they went to uh, where are the Head Shrinkers of WWE. Yeah. Well, I think that was his cut. That, uh, that was his cousin that wrestled with him in WWE. It wasn't his brother. It was Fatu and Samu, right? Well, we had to look it up, but I, I will yeah, say it, it, was, it wasn't his brother because I think his brother stopped wrestling in WCW, and then when they came to WWE, it was his cousin. I'm not 100 sure. They just did. Um, they just released Legends figures like a couple sets ago. Was Fatu and Samu in um the Head Shrinkers gear, and then they had the Chase versions that were the Small and SWAT team. Mm. I got the head trickers one. I think Garrett might be looking it up because his screen went blank. <laughs> Did my screen go blank? Dang, that's crazy. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's because I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking up some of these people that's on this list. I'm not oh. looking that up. I'm sorry. 
The Brit, the brisk, the other briscoes was on there too, right? Jack and Jerry, yeah. They're actually number two oh. on this this thing I looked at. Yeah, they were like tag team champions for their like majority of their career. Yep. Yeah, they were. Um, it was Fatu and Samu were both uh, small SWAT team and the Head Shrinkers, and then uh, the Samoan Gangster Party and uh, ECW. Oh, I didn't realize the Lucha Brothers were actually brothers. Interesting. Oh, they were actual brothers. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they were like kayfabe. Uh, the Rougeos are on this list. <laughs> What, what list are you looking at? Like, who is it? Like, uh, pro uh, wrestling insider? Or it's something? some random thing. Oh. It's not anything. Oh. The Youngbloods, Ricky Romero. Uh, interesting. Yeah, that Samoan SWAT team is. F- uh, oh, they're not brothers, they're cousins. So Fatu and Samu were cousins. Who's in the who's who is the original SWAT team? Though? It's in w, it's in WCW. Uh, it's Rikishi and Samula as the Samoan SWAT team. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Samu and Fatu were the were the two. Yeah, Samu and Fatu were in WWE. WCW is his brother. Well, they were in WCW. Well, I have, like, Samoan SWAT team eighty-seven to ninety-two was uh, Samu and Fatu. And then scroll down through here. Then head shrinkers from ninety-two to ninety-five, which is Samu and Fatu still. So oh, we can do uh party. I I'm surprised you didn't put this one on there, oh Chris. I figured this would be your number one. Uh Randy Savage and Lanny Poffo. I mean, I figured I'd be your number one. Okay. Didn't, we didn't see that. That was like in the 60s. We didn't yeah, I never that. saw them wrestle together. I mean, I know. I was just yeah. messing. I just saw it on here. I, my my list is mainly, you know, the teams I've actually watched wrestle. Oh, dude. How can we How can we forget? We got to put... Oh, I did say brothers, didn't I? <laughs> I looked at this list and I have the Bell Twins on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally the, brothers. You can put the Gemini on there. <laughs> Uh, they have Dean and, and Joe Malenko. I've never so, saw them wrestle. Yeah, I only remember Dean as a singles wrestler, like never as a like in a tag team with anyone. I think he was like in a like probably like a territory. He probably wrestled yeah. with his brother. I want to say, uh, didn't uh, uh, Robert Gibson wrestle with his brother before he yes. was Ricky Morton? Uh, Ricky, Ricky Gibson. Robert and Ricky. Ooh, Daddy Magic not liking uh, the Daniel Garcia dance tonight. What about Mitchell and Rick Martell? I remember Rick Martell is more of a singular. Singular yeah. person. Cut I didn't off. Know we had a brother. So that Chuppy, chuppy, your pee pee. Kai and Ty? Let's go to Chuppy Chuppy. No, I just, I just, that video I sent y'all earlier. No. <laughs> I, just I, saw that. Say, I, don't think, I don't think they're brothers. No, they're not. 
<laughs> you said Rick Martel. That's who he's talking to, if I'm not mistaken. Huh? Nothing. No, he's, he, he's talking to Val Venus, wasn't he? Val Venus, that's who it was. Val yep, Venus. Yeah. You're right. All right, we're getting back on track. <laughs> we're never on track. Nope. <laughs> we're just watching uh, Daddy Magic or... I don't Daniel know which was. Uh, I knew that oh, was going to happen. On the rock we'll, forget, we'll forget Kane and Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not doing kayfabe, because if we did kayfabe, that would have been even harder. Yeah. My whole damn uh, life's a lie. They're not really brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Dudleys aren't really bro- aren't real brothers. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. Why are they called the Dudleys if they're not brothers? Ron and Don Harris. Yep. <laughs> they're not on that list, are they? They are. Uh, For real? <laughs> well, how long is the list? Like, tell me it's like top it's like 100 50, and they're like, like 100. It's like okay. 50. I wouldn't even put them in 50. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. How did they start? I just start listening to uh, the hearts of like different tag teams like Owen and Brett, Stu and <laughs> Gary and Brett, Gary and Owen, <laughs> <laughs> Gary and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! That was a uh, that wasn't bad, Garrett. Were the girls on there? Uh, yeah, they were on there. They were like top ten, I believe. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was a fun question. I was thinking about doing. I was well. I first thought about it, I was going to do families, but then I was like, Nah, Carl would pick. He'd pick the Usos, then he'd pick Jimmy with Solo, and then he'd pick Solo with Roman, and he'd pick Solo with Jay. That'd be his whole list. This <laughs> my tag team families or tag team? No, I was just like tag. Teams. I mean, you could you could technically do Jimmy and Jimmy and Solo. Yeah, I know. I just thought it was funny. I mean, the three times they've teamed together. That's true. I just thought it was funny. Awesome. All right. Uh, so there is that. You guys want to do no holds barred this week? Let's kick it. The first song I've heard tonight. I've heard no other interest theme until this one. No holds barred. It's no holds barred. All right. What you guys got? No holds barred this week. Um, Just holding your bird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, there's football this weekend. There is. Who y'all playing this week? Oh, no, y'all on a bye week. We're on a a bye week, yeah. I had uh, had Katie make all my football picks, so we'll see how they turn out. Oh, man. I'll probably get them all right. (laughs) Probably. Did she go by like the best color the uniforms? Yeah, I don't even hand. know what she did to be honest. Because I was like, okay. well, maybe she's going by like because you know how when you pick them, it has like a percentage of like who's favored to win. 
I was yeah. like, maybe that's what she's going by. And then I look at it, and then like they're all freaking random. So I don't know what she went off of. Who had the best tight end? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wearing purple, like my sister, and got for like uh, cutest quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Which one does? Uh, which one does? Uh, who does Taylor Swift date? What team is he on? <laughs> Picking that one. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, you just don't want to go with uh, Sierra. Oh, my God. He pulled something off his cock. Oh, and he yeah. hit him with it. His TJ Maxx ring. <laughs> so, Garrett, uh, what do you think about uh, Jada Pickett? Dude, I <laughs> – you, you mean you mean Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> there there was somebody, somebody on uh, – <laughs> There was somebody on uh, TikTok that <laughs> was quite put up a timeline and and basically saying that she's lying about uh, the Tupac thing about him. Proposing really? What to was her. her? What was the first clue? Uh, I guess like one, uh, she said he proposed to her when uh, uh, he was at Rikers, and he was only there for like three weeks. And he was already engaged to somebody else at the time. And that was like around the time that she had just started dating Will Smith. So. Oh, I don't know about all this. I saw um, <laughs> saw a post, a meme that uh, Jada Pinkett is the one responsible for the, the shoes with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> Oh, man, I don't know. Like, she, a lot of people, like, her book and stuff, like, she, like, completely, like, trashes her own family in that book. Like, Will, yeah. the kids, like, everything. So, like, she just I don't seems know. like a horrible like, person. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I always felt sorry for uh, the kids. Yeah. Those kids are fucked up. At least, at least Jaden's fucked no, up. No, hey, Jaden's not fucked up. He He's a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, all the stuff that people says like it's fucked up. It's like, dude, he's what do you want him to do? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. Yep. That's kind of that's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like where you would look at your kid and look at yourself in the mirror and go, "Where the hell did I go wrong?" Mm-hmm. What do you what do you do that was so wrong? I don't like that's just like a he, lot of weird stuff. Like he is kind of a weird kid, but yeah, he's a kid. But I mean, he, yeah, he's nothing like. I mean, he tried music. It's it was okay. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. But what young kid with money doesn't try to rap? Um. He did acting. He did like some of the acting stuff he did. I thought was, I, I like the get down. That was pretty good. Well, I'm not talking about like that stuff. I'm talking about like the kid wanted to cut his junk off. Oh, I, I didn't hear, hear see that. Yeah, that was like four or five years ago. Like he wanted to just like to cut his junk off and just be like a eunuch. Was that real though, or was that something? Yeah. Somebody- yep. <laughs> 
Well, there's that. Like his uh his prom attire was a white Batman suit. Man, that was cool. Like a white Batman suit. It's very cool. uh, he looked like the freaking Kenner Toys Arctic Batman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like I I, I don't know. Like you know, he's just expressing himself. Like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, I understand. Like the the whole point of like, you know, yeah, I just you know want to cut my junk off and be a eunuch. So, because I'm like mm. asexual or something, I don't know what his full reasoning was for it, or don't remember what his full reasoning was for it. But it's just like odd, one of those odd decisions that you would make as like you know, seventeen or eighteen, yeah. that you just want to cut your junk off. Yeah, but man, I mean, you know, maybe he's just processing feelings that you know he didn't know how to process. Mm-hmm. Being around a bunch of people, like you got to remember. Being a rich kid is different than yeah. being a regular kid. That's, That's for sure. That's for sure. Oh, what else we got? Uh, new season of Loki started. Haven't watched that yet. Me either. Wait on that one. Um, but did watch. I've been watching Chucky. The TV series, yeah, I love that series. It's awesome. Ah, I called a few episodes. I haven't like watched it. I haven't watched it. What did we watch the other night? Um, we watched the uh, the haunted mansion, the new the new one. That was actually pretty good. I enjoyed that one. I don't know if I've ever seen the old one. Is there an old one? uh, Yeah, the one with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, never seen it. I thought it was like a ride at Disneyland or something. Yeah, it was when um, that first one came out when they were going through that phase of making like all their rides movies. Okay, because uh, Pirates of the Caribbean having all that success, so they did yeah. like Haunted Mansion and like a couple other ones. You know, uh, a good like family Halloween movie I haven't seen in a while. I need to try to check it out. Remember uh, Casper? Yeah. Yep. That was a good one. It had one of the best cameos in that movie. The Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah. Who you gonna call? Somebody else. <laughs> <Someone> else. <laughs> Dude, I was sitting at a red light and I had my windows down. And this, this lady comes walking across the street. She's like, Who are you gonna call? I look, I go, Somebody else. That's the lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's good. Uh, so I tell people whenever, every time I wear my Ghostbusters jacket and someone says that, it's like somebody else. <laughs> uh, I was like, thank you, Dan Aykroyd, for giving me that line. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much other stuff. You got Saw, the new Saw movies out in theaters, new Exorcist. Found that the Freddy's comes out. Uh, it comes out at the end of the month. That looks actually pretty good. Yeah. Interested to see that one. Trust I tried to get it. um I tried to contact Paramount. Um not Paramount, was it's coming out on Peacock. Um I tried to contact them. Uh Bloomhouse is doing it. It's like emailed them for the the TerrorCon to get like some promo stuff to hand out at the convention, but like I never got anything back from him. 
Yeah. Oh, man. I think uh, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio got a movie coming down. Let's see. Um, I can't remember the name of it, though. I don't remember either. I know there's something out there. Your bike said it's supposed to be good. Wow. Hold on, some big guns here. Uh, So my hometown has done a uh, Comic-Con like the last like five or six years now. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, their Wrestle Week going on this week where they announce uh, wrestlers. Mm -hmm. They've got uh, their first announcement. Barry Horowitz. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, next one was Paul Roma. And the one they just announced tonight was Angelina Love. You going? Oh, yeah. I'll not be venturing up there for that. Lame. Should totally go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just getting Angelina Love for Triangle Terror Town. That'd be good. Yep. <laughs> oh, cool. Right. Um, I don't have anything else for Noel's Bar. I don't know if you guys got anything else. Nope. Uh, kind of been okay. a good week. Okay. Been, like, stuck in Fayetteville all week doing a job at Best Buy. Oh, man. And I gotta go to Wilmington on Friday for work. Sounds fun. Sound sounds like fun. Yep. Yep. The best part I get to see uh, one of my friends I haven't seen in a while. So that's good. Good times. So. Mm-hmm. Then Virginia next week. Ooh. Every time I hear the word uh, Virginia, I always uh, think back to. Uh, Remember the Titans? And they're like, this is Virginia. We play triple A ball. <laughs> nice. Oh, all right. So that's going to do it for No Holds Barred. Carl, theme of the week this week. Your pick. What you got for us? Yeah, uh, I'm going to break the rules on theme of the week. Uh, because the theme is not actually um, a wrestling theme. Uh, I, I thought that uh, in honor of Garrett, G Money Man, uh, Tyna Knight with his fiance, we should do the Let's Get Married remix, uh, Jagged Edge, um, uh, <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, and Reverend. I think. Chris will allow it for for one week. Yeah, we'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, there we go. I remember. Oh yeah, that's the one we did last week. The uh, the Disney one. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to do this week. All right, so Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married Remix is your theme of the week this week. Um, and uh, we'll leave you for the Joel Gertner quote of the week. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, it's man, the one we had last week that Chris told us, and not you guys, because, you know, yeah, you had to wait. <laughs> this is a good one. All right. Why go to the movies when you can stay home and see me? The one the ladies call Big Daddy. The one who already slept with the general's daughter. And the one who truly knows how to inspect her gadget. I'm dripping with sarcasm and your girlfriend is dripping from orgasm. For I am the quintessential stud muffin. And a goodness gracious great balls of fire goddamn handsome man. Joel, whether the ladies are home or here in Dayton, they're watching me and masturbating Gertner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh man, the the Disney one has probably got to be by far like my favorite Joel Gertner quote of all time. This one has got to be like a like top three. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Man, Joel Gertner, you are the man. <laughs> yeah. Could not get away with any of that stuff today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys for checking us out. As always, make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets. Just search Russell Gun Pod. We'll come up or use the link tree in the episode's um, description. Uh, make sure you hit up redbubble.com slash people and check out the Russell Gettin podcast. Redbubble.com slash people slash Russell Gettin pod. Check out some of our shirts that are up there. Uh, buy a shirt, help support the podcast, all that fun stuff. Uh, five-star reviews on iTunes and Spotify will help us out quite a bit as well if you don't want to buy a shirt. Um, you do that, share, share the podcast with your friends, your family, your neighbor, your dog, wedding participants, like all that fun stuff, you know, your bridesmaids, groomsmen, all that other stuff, the, the priest, <laughs> cater, um, the florist, <laughs> flower girl, flower boy, flower man, whatever you got or, going on, flower or, lady. you know, <laughs> or, uh, you know, you know, buy you uh, a Russell Gen shirt, work to your friends with. Yeah, why not? <laughs> best promotion ever. Sunday best right there. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, on behalf of myself, Christy Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mon, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Cross, and this is episode 207 of your Wrestle Guide Podcast, and we'll chat with y'all next week. Later, Marks. to the